Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Beyond Nourish podcast. I am your host, Rochelle Girardin, and this is the place where you can learn to become a better, more efficient, health-focused cook in just 10 minutes or less. I first wanted to say a very large thank you for all of the messages that poured in from last week's episode where I decided to share my health journey um, due to some listener requests. And yes, it's never easy to share openly, um, but I have learned along the way that sharing from a place of vulnerability and just from the heart without any shame always seems to benefit people and allow people to see more clearly of who you are and why you're passionate about what you do. So thank you to everybody who sent messages. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, go back and uh, give it a listen. It is a little bit longer than 10 minutes, um, but I do my best to uh, get my point across in no time flat. So as promised, this week we are back to our regular scheduling and programming, and we are talking about one of my favorite topics is the air fryer. And more importantly, how to cook meat or what meat is best cooked in the air fryer. So when it comes to using your air fryer, number one, if you haven't purchased one yet, you're going to want to go back to a few episodes ago where we talk about which air fryer is best to use and why. Um, and truly when it comes to cooking meat, you want to concentrate on cooking portions that are four portions or less in your air fryer. Assuming that you got an XL version, which is pretty much the biggest size of air fryer that you can buy, but really, you know, XL sounds huge, but it's not. It typically will only serve two to four people in the basket without having to do many, many uh, batches of things. So when cooking meat, um, and I'll get more specific about what types of meat, remember that if you're cooking for six or eight people that this might not be the best option to use. You might want to use your oven instead, or you can work in batches, which when it comes to meat and eating it fresh, I'm not sure that that's the best idea, but it is something that you can do. Um, for example, when doing meatballs and you might want to meal prep them, that would be a fine uh, substitution for that predicament. So here are a couple of things to note. Number one, I love cooking my meat in the air fryer. Again, four portions or less, but types of meat that I love to cook in there and what I found great success in is cooking chicken breasts, chicken thighs, skin on or skin off, chicken legs, drumsticks, I love cooking fish in the air fryer, as well as meatballs, and I've also even done steak. And in the case of a steak, you can do something called a reverse sear. So you can take one or two pieces of steak, cook them to temperature in the air fryer, and then do a reverse sear afterwards. So taking a really hot cast iron pan, seasoning or heating it up, seasoning your seasoning your meat again and then just searing it off before you eat it so the internal internal temperature is as you want it whether it be medium rare or medium um, or whatever else and then you just simply sear the external outside um, and you eat it just after that there's a lot less resting time in this phase as well uh, because the meat basically has a chance to do that in the process of going from 
cooking it in the oven or in the air fryer and then um, to eating it. So it's kind of a fun way to cook your steak if you've never done that before. I love cooking meatballs in the air fryer because all of the juices and any of the excess um, fat also drips off into the basin in the bottom. Everything from turkey, Greek style meatballs to traditional beef meatballs. Um, I love it. You simply just need to grease the under layer of your air fryer basket and check it about halfway through. Make sure you give them a little shake so that they um, are cooking all the way through and having a nice browning to the top. Um, but yeah, meatballs are so wonderful in the air fryer. <clears throat> Another um, animal protein that I love is doing fish. Now fish you have to be a little bit more careful about. Um, typically a lot of the fish that we do from a meal prep perspective is going to be marinated in something. And now the trick to this is to make sure that you still have some of that liquid and it's not falling to the bottom of the basket is put a piece of parchment underneath anything that you're cooking that has a marinade or anything crummy on the outside like a a, a, a coating of um, cornflakes or panko or something like that and it just allows you to um, catch what's ever on the bottom but you don't have to worry about sacrificing crispiness because about halfway through your cooking process you can just remove that parchment and either turn the piece over or even just leave it as is and it will re-crisp that up um, if you're looking for a crispy exterior otherwise it will just dry it out a little bit so that you're not losing all of that flavor especially in the case of a fish if you're doing something with um, like a um, marinade of some kind. One of my favorite things is a black cod with a miso marinade. Um, it's a Nobu recipe and wow, it's so fantastic. Um, maybe we'll find a way to link that in here because it's definitely one of our fan free favorites. And you still get all of that uh, flavor. So it's really yummy still. When it comes to chicken, this is probably by far the animal protein that I cook the most in the air fryer, whether it be breasts, uh, thighs, anything. And I love cooking things with skin on them too because it gets so crispy and delicious. And then also a lot of that fat is also running off, um, which is slightly beneficial if you're watching some calories or you just don't like having excess fat in, in your meals, but you like a crispy skin or you like to seal in the moisture and maybe still discard the skin. But I love cooking chicken in here. One of the things to note though is that when it comes to getting this right, make sure that you have a good meat thermometer. We talked about this in a few episodes ago, but making sure that you have a thermopen. If you don't have one, they are the best meat thermometers that you can get out there. They're so accurate. And when it comes to starting to work with the air fryer and cooking your proteins um, versus the oven, you want to make sure of a couple things. First of all, watch your temperature. You need to make sure that for whatever end result you're you're trying to achieve, so let's say you're trying to achieve something really crispy, that you have a high enough temperature, like 400 degrees Fahrenheit, in your air fryer. You want to make sure that you preheat your air fryer. If you don't preheat your air fryer, just remember that your first batch of something or the that batch of something is going to take longer than usual. So let's say you're doing two batches of something and you cook the first one without preheating it and then the second one you just throw in right after that batch is going to cook a lot quicker so just remember timing wise you want to check things often when you're just getting your bearings and using the air fryer because things cook very quickly 
time is greatly reduced in that small area of, of the confection of an air fryer. So just make sure that you check often and that you rotate things, move things around so that they're not overlapping. Um, but yeah, cook times are reduced drastically. So it's one of the reasons that I love using the air fryers because not only do I have to, do I get to save the energy of heating up my entire stove, um, but I also get to do it in a fraction of time. So I hope that these tips helped you in your conquering of cooking meat in the air fryer please let me know if you have any questions the best way to connect with us is on our social handles at cooked with beyond nourished or at with beyond at beyond nourished i hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to sharing more episodes like this in the future stay tuned